Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's National Scrabble Day, Tony. What's your favorite game to play with friends? Tony Kornheiser, Naked Twister. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm sure. Is the fully clothed Twister still a thing? I have no idea. I just know that at my age, if I get down in one of those positions, I'm not getting up. That's it. I'm permanently in that position. You need a crane. No kind of Twister is going to work for me anymore. (laughs) Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Bulls beat the Raptors, the Thunder eliminate the Pelicans, and Doc Rivers joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with the news all Washingtonians have been hoping for. As first reported by the sports business website Sportico, Daniel Snyder has reached an agreement in principle to sell the Washington football team for $6 billion to Josh Harris, who already owns the 76ers and the New Jersey Devils. Harris, 58, is a native Washingtonian. Others in his group include Washingtonian Mitch Rails and Magic Johnson. Wilbon, you had this one. What's your reaction to the sale? Tony, it's been amazing. I've, I've talked to a number of Washingtonians in the aftermath of this. I texted people to say congratulations, like, you know, they were coming home from, you know, like war in Europe. And the, the response is so overwhelming. I'm just going to read you. I went to the glasses to read you something from my countdown producer, Greg Dowling, longtime producer at ESPN. You know, he worked for George Michael, a native Washingtonian. This is what Dowling said, and I'm no. quoting now. He said, it's like Liberation Day, just a half step below my wedding day and the birth of our children. And people can be skeptical if they want. And they can say, OK, he's exaggerating. No, he's not, because I got the same reaction from, from my house. From my own wife, a longtime season ticket holder, you know, because we split season tickets with you. And the reaction is, thank God, 20 years of having a football team wandering through the wilderness, which went from one of the shining examples of what a football franchise should be in the National Football League to a national punchline, a joke, um, led by an owner who people considered at best toxic. And I won't even go to how much worse it could be. So the reaction to this, Tony, is like overwhelming. People are like weeping. I don't know if you've been outside very much since the news broke, but congratulations seems to be the word you have to utter if you're talking to somebody who has been a fan of this franchise for very long. I didn't think he would sell, as you know. I thought his entire identity was wrapped up in owning the Washington football team. He grew up in Washington. He watched the Washington team with the other name win three Super Bowls, and he had a chance to buy the team. I did not think he would sell, and I did not think the owners would vote him out because I thought that opens up too many cans of worms for the other owners, so I am very surprised. But like you, I understand the sort of dawn that this connotes to people in Washington. Look, when we got to Washington in the late 70s and early 80s, the Washington football team owned the city. Nothing was close to it. 
98 percent of the people in the city would have said I root for them to the exclusion of everybody else. There was a recent Washington Post story that said only 23 percent of sports fans in Washington identified the football team as the team they rooted for most. So they didn't sell out anymore. Yeah, no. they're, the stadium is a, is a complete dump. And I'll tell you, you know, one dregs. of the changes that's going to happen. One of the changes is I believe with this new ownership group, there will be discussion on opening up a brand new stadium inside the borders of Washington, D.C., like they used to have it with RFK. I think, I think everybody is going to go within a year on field and off field. I think a new broom will sweep clean and I think people will be happy. Tony, Tony, there's more than just discussion. That, that, that's a foregone conclusion. That's well, already maybe. a conclusion. No, no, the discussion will be how quickly does the new Washington Stadium get a Super Bowl? It will be over the top. Everything will be over the top again, as if the last 24 or five years were washed away, and this was going back to Jack Kent Cook and Joe Gibbs and Riggins and Theismann and, and all of that. This will go back there instantly, and it already has. And the reason I knew this was going to happen, Tony, was because Robert Sarver, which is a few feet from where I sit here in Arizona, I told you on this show that day, when Sarver was forced out, I told you Dan Snyder would be next. It probably took maybe a little longer than we thought. He wasn't going to sell to Jeff Bezos, publisher of the Washington Post or owner. He wasn't. He told everybody, I'm not selling to him. But he still got about a 700% return on his investment, which some people will find interesting. And now to this afternoon's baseball, where the Tampa Bay Rays tied the record for the hottest start since 1884. The Rays beat the Red Sox for a fourth straight day to go to 13-0 overall, matching the historically hot starts by the 82 Braves and 87 Brewers. That would be 1982 and 87. The Rays can't be any better than 13-0, Tone, but have they convinced you that they're really good? Well, yeah, they're really good. What convinces me they're really good is they've been really good for a while. They made the playoffs four straight years. They were in the World Series a few years ago. I know you don't like the quick hook of the manager on pitchers, but they are a good team. It's possible. It's possible they are having a Boston Bruins season right now. We don't know because the first 13 games of 162 statistically – isn't all that important. We're paying more attention to it now than we might in June or July because it's the beginning of the season, but we don't know. What works against it is they have played only last place teams to this point. Mike, they played Detroit, they played Washington, they played Oakland, and now Boston. I don't know what the odds are getting all last place teams, but that's what they've gotten. So the skepticism is, how will this look down the road? You know, but sometimes you can run away and hide. Sometimes, you know, because at some point, Mike, everybody loses six out of eight and 10 out of 15. But if you start out 13 and 0 or say 17 and 3, you can absorb that. You can, Tony. But I think back to, first of all, the two teams we mentioned, the Brewers and Braves, whoever they they weren't great. They didn't have That's great right. seasons. I don't, I, I, I think that Braves team, I think, won 89 games total, which is any old garden variety wildcard team. So it doesn't mean anything. This is why I said last week, and I'll reiterate, It's a cool story now. We should talk about it every day because it's now. And we're not going to sit here and wonder about, you know, the Cowboys and the Packers every day like some other shows. So this is now. It's a really good story. But it doesn't mean jack for September and October. 
I remember when the when the t- Detroit Tigers did this in what '84, and you know there are some teams that sustain it. Well, they won. Well, no, I don't. They won. They they, they, they won. sustained yeah, it. They I, won. I'm just saying. They won. I wanted to give yeah. the other side to that too, but most right. don't. Let's get to the ten seeds winning both the last night's play-in games, and I believe I had that, and you did not. You had them. You had in the early them. matchup. The Bulls came back from 19 down in the third to top the Raptors, who shot a woeful 18-36 at the free-throw line. This advances Chicago to a Friday night elimination game against Miami. In a later game, the Thunder sent the Pelicans home and will now face the Timberwolves tomorrow night. Wilbon, which which of these results was more interesting to you? Tony, look, you know what I've been going to Bulls games since 1966, the inaugural season when I was seven. All right, so let, let, you know we're not going to try to phony it up here. I was stunned down 19, stunned and told my brother Don and my son Matthew, I may go out and get a bite now. And they said, you're an idiot. The Bulls are going to come back and win this game. I don't know why they said that. I'm stunned. I'm grateful that the Bulls won. I, I reveled in it. I'm reveling in it now, even though I thought they were going to lose to Toronto. But Tony, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, a player that most folks don't know because the networks are filled with the same teams, with the Warriors and the Knicks and the this and the that. Tony, Shea Gilgis-Alexander and Josh Giddy are two people not on many people's radars. Get them on your radar because Oklahoma City is going to be great one day soon. Those two kids are great already. And if I take my Chicago-ness out of it, they were the story last night going on the road in a hell of a game against New Orleans, and I hope they beat Minnesota tomorrow night. It's an interesting thing. You can go back and forth from game to game. The most important thing that happened in the New Orleans game, as far as I'm concerned, is Zion Williamson didn't play. They are now 19 and 27 when he doesn't play. And if he doesn't play, their future is filled with apprehension and concern in New Orleans because it's hard to get him on the court. And it was that way in college, too. Great talent doesn't stay on the court. But to me, The headline is, are you kidding me? 18 for 36 from a foul line from a team in the NBA? They blew that. 50%. Mike, that's got to be the worst free throw shooting in the last 50 years, certainly ever in a playoff game. If they they make five foul shots, if they go 23 for 36, which stinks, which is 64%, they win that game. Pascal Siakam, an all-star, under 50%. Fred VanVleet, a 90% shooter. Three for six. That's the textbook definition of choking. You're at home. You know those rims. That's a gag. Let's take a break. Coming up, I'm often tough on Joel Embiid, so we will ask Doc Rivers exactly what I'm missing. And we'll ask him how he feels about being on the hot seat in Philly, where every seat is hot. Zach Levine got hot. He was hot. He delivered them even though those foul shots. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C 
ebikes.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. The Philadelphia 76ers are the three-seed in the East. They begin their first-round playoff series against the Nets on Saturday. We're delighted to be joined by the head coach, of the Sixers, Chicago's own Mr. Doc Rivers, homeboy for Wilbon, and younger yes, than yeah. Wilbon, I point out. Yeah, Let me younger. start with this. <laughs> My position on Joel Embiid is well known on this show. I think he is a great player. I also think he's particularly yappy for somebody who has not actually won anything. Feel free to take me down on this. Tell me what I'm missing <laughs> about Joel Embiid. Get me. Go. Well, yeah. This is too easy, Tony. This is like a layup right here for me. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, listen, they're all yappy now, right? I mean, they all are. All of them talk now. Uh, but he is backing it up with his play. I don't I don't think you can deny everything that he's done. And it's not just one year. And it's not just two years. This is the third year. Uh, but when you start winning things, uh, like scoring titles back-to-back years and doing things that they say haven't been done, since Chamberlain or or the great Shaqs, you're doing something. You know, clearly this is a team game, and at the end of the day, uh, all of us are judged by what you do as a team. No matter how great you are as an individual, that's just part of it. This is not boxing, and we all get that as well. Yeah, Tony's on the wrong side of this. He's on the wrong side yeah. of this. You know, I, I love and find and be completely charming in addition to being great, but we'll move on to bigger team concepts, Doc. Obviously, um, your team has had, you had to battle at the top of the Eastern Conference, and now as you go into the playoffs, what is it that you need to maybe see more of, not just maybe first round, because even that's your concentration, but you guys are trying to be in this for the long haul. What do you need more of from your squad? Oh, Michael, that's a good good question. More of because every every series, you no, know, first we got Brooklyn, we got to focus on that. But every series will have a different challenge for us, you know, right? And so the more we go, uh, but I just think if you looked at our team as a whole, I think uh, our defense has to be consistent. We have proven over the season that we can be a really good defensive team and a good rebounding team, but we have been inconsistent there. And then offensively, pace like. Uh, we'll get stuck at times. Uh, the ball stopped moving at times. And when that happens, sometimes we win the game because Joel Embiid is better than the guy on the other team. You know, but you know in the playoffs. Uh, and then sometimes we win because James is better. But you know in the playoffs, that's just not true. 
And so for us to win, we have to keep the motion and the constant movement. I want to personalize this for a second. You have something that James and Joel don't have, which is a championship ring as a head coach. Yet, I know it's Philly, and it's a tough place to do anything, but the notion that your seat might be hot seems insane to me, but yet you hear and live with this. How do you deal with that? And as you go into the playoffs, there's pressure clearly, Doc, whatever, whoever defines that on the Sixers and maybe on you? Yeah, you know, I don't care <laughs> if you want me to be honest. Like, I, I really could care less uh, about all that talk. And, and like, yeah, I, I think I've, my work here is shown. But there's nothing wrong with being judged on in what you do in the playoffs and, and, and winning. Like, there should be some kind of pressure to it. I don't know if losing your job. You know, I was joking with someone today – if Kevin Durant's foot is a foot back, uh, is Bud still in Milwaukee? Would that have been just ludicrous if he had not been there? Yeah, we all knew that. But that's part of coaching. Like, listen, we're going to get the blame. That's part of it. I took this job on purpose. You know, I always say that. I knew what I was getting into. I knew where I was going. Uh, but this is a group that we can win with. And pressure has to come with that. And I'm fine with that. We'll get you out of here on this. This is also sort of personal. You face the Nets. Your son-in-law, Seth Curry, is on yes. the Nets. How does that work? Like, when you have family phone conversations, do you talk about an upcoming series? Do you avoid the series? What is the family dynamic with that, Doc? You know, Tony, it's a good question because I've never had that. Uh, I've had where I've been in the playoffs with my son, but I've never faced any of them in the playoffs. Um, I know the Chicago part of me wants to talk a little trash, but I'm not because the, <laughs> the smart part of me says, shut your mouth uh, and just keep it going. Uh, even with my daughter, like I would love to know who she's actually cheering for. I know who she should, should cheer for, and that's her father because uh, I'm the one that has given her everything she has. I just don't know who she's cheering for. And I got a strong feeling, Tony, it's not me, and that bothers me. <laughs> Before Doc, we let so him go, Tony, before we show. let Doc go, yeah. I want to slip one more thing in. Doc, I'm just this is a personal observation. Tell me if I'm crazy. It seems like you are still having fun. I wondered, coming into this Philly situation, if this could be fun for you. You've done it all. You've seen it all. You could be out playing golf more often, which I know you want to do, too. You still like this? Why? I love it. I, I'm not kidding. I love it. I love the, the players. This is a different generation. I love learning uh, from them, about them, because I don't know what the hell they're doing with this generation half the time. And so I'm learning that. And I like that some of them want to learn from me at times. So, yeah, I still love it. <laughs> uh, and you know what? With golf, I love golf. But every time I play golf, I'm reminded that I should go back to coaching. <laughs> there we oh, have Doc. it. <laughs> thank you, Doc. Good luck. And thank you, sir. Thank you, Glenn. Thanks, guys. Proviso Eason. Yes. Let's take one last break. Still to come, Odell Beckham reveals whether Lamar Jackson's future played a role in his decision to sign with the Ravens. And an emotional night upcoming for longtime Chicago Blackhawks star Jonathan Tate. 
You got some rings. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Happy time, people. Happy 47th birthday, Dan Campbell. Suddenly there's hope in Motown. It's because of Campbell, who most folks laughed at when he got the lion's job and said, among other things, quote, we're going to bite their kneecaps off. You know who's not laughing now? The Green Bay Packers after the Lions beat them in the last Sunday night game of the season, knocked them out of the playoffs. Campbell went 3-13-1 in his first season in Detroit, and when he started last season 1-6, there were calls for his job. But the Lions closed 8-2. They had the fifth-best scoring offense in the league. Campbell was a 10-year NFL tight end. He's huge, 6'5", 265. He's made the Lions exciting for the first time in many years. The Lions and Bears will finish ahead of the Packers, in this upcoming season, Tone. That's as forward-looking as I'm going to be. But the Lions, the Lions are exciting. Happy anniversary, Reggie Jackson. On this day 45 years ago, during the Yankees' home opener, after winning the World Series, courtesy of Jackson's three homers in the clincher, the Yankee organization handed out Reggie candy bars to salute Jackson. In appreciation for Jackson hitting a home run in his first at-bat, the fans showered the field with the candy bars. A couple of years before, while playing for Baltimore, Jackson had said, If I played in New York, they'd name a candy bar after me. You see, kids, dreams do come true. The Reggie bar was sort of like a Snickers and was discontinued in 1981. Amazingly, they're being made again. Reportedly, you can find them at Bob Howard's General Store in New Hyde Park, Long Island, and I want one. Uh, True story, 1985, I think it was. I'm in Anaheim, Reggie Jackson's toward the end of his career. He shoes every reporter away from his locker. He's in a bad mood, won't talk to anybody. I turn around to walk away. He says to me, hey, you, come here. You from the Washington Post, huh? My man, Anthony Kornheiser, working with you at all? (laughs) And I go, I guess so. He pats the seat and says, sit down. And we talked for 20 minutes. The great Reggie Jackson, because of you. The best. I don't even want to know what that's about. He's the best. Happy trails to the Pittsburgh Penguins' 16-year playoff streak. Wilbon is celebrating as the Islanders win over the Canadiens last night, put them in the playoffs, and denied the spot to the Penguins. Pittsburgh's streak of 16 straight years in the playoffs was the longest in the four major North American professional leagues. Last time Pittsburgh missed the playoffs, 2006, Sidney Crosby's rookie year. Since then, the Penguins played for the Stanley Cup four times and won it three times, 2009, 2016, 2017. Longest consecutive NHL playoff streak is now just seven, shared by Boston and Toronto. Wilbon, why do you hate the Penguins so much? I want you to hear this, Leslie Wiley and other Pittsburgh friends, because they're worthy. They're really great. 
They're worthy of hating. Come on now. And they used to whine a lot, but they, I, I admire them. I really do. Doesn't ever sound like you admire them. Let's go quickly to the big finish. Your Blackhawks announced they will not re-sign Captain Jonathan Taves. Tonight will be his last game for the team. Your thoughts? He and Patrick Kane, not there. They won three times. How many teams in the history of Chicago have won three times with personnel? Like, Come on now. 20-year-old Cardinals rookie Jordan Walker had a broken bat single in the ninth to extend his hitting streak to 12 games last night. Is that a big deal? Yeah, he's tied honest Eddie Murphy, the Philadelphia A's, goes for 13 tonight. Sports Illustrated reports P.J. Tour will withhold $3 million from Roy McIlroy after he withdrew from the Heritage this week. Are you surprised? It's the popularity money. Who knows? He could make it back. Odell Beckham says he signed with the Ravens without any assurances Lamar would return. You believe that? I do. He only signed one year. Last one. Golden Knights can clinch the number one seed in the West tonight. Will they? Now they'll get denied at the Kraken, who are pretty good. We're out of time. We'll try to do better the next time. And I'm Tony Kornhaus. No ball tonight, Tony. It's a puck night. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, knuckleheads. And now, I don't hate the Penguins. I really don't. I just like them. Here's sports. Sounds like you hate the Penguins. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.